0: No, 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 no. I'm going to Jersey Shore, bitch! Guido Juice Hit Gorilla Big sense of humor Likes to party This pumps frolic isn't a jerk-off A door hard Bays for meals <coughs> Smells good Info. likes pickles Takes on interest into my hobby Very protective yeah. Not so serious Romantical Likes to sleep in Gorilla Juice
1: Cast Gorilla <laughs> Juice Cast
2: Welcome to the Gorilla Juice Cast, your number one source for Jersey Shore-related discussion. My name is Sam, and getting creepy with me on a very important episode today is Jared. Hey, what's up? And Jackson.
0: Uh, this one's uh, very important. My name's Jackson.
2: Extra important. Mm-hmm. Upmost importance.
0: Count this episode, episode four, and episode five as like a, a double feature. These two should have been mashed together, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. it,
2: def- it definitely felt like a part one and part two, a uh, a creature feature, if mm-hmm. we're gonna look at it that way, which we are, for sure. I agree. This is the uh, we see the downfall of Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, the the Ronnie Empire is crumbling, uh huh, beneath his feet, and we also find out that uh, Ronnie has basic reading skills, which that's good.
3: Yeah, it was I think the biggest surprise. I was shocked.
2: He read
0: that whole note by himself. I I wonder if he did, though, because he
2: kind of knew what was in the note already, so he could have just looked at it Mm. and, like, nodded. Yeah. Well, you see, Sammy's been buying him those hooked-on phonics tapes, and they've been really helping. Mm.
0: No, uh, yeah. That's probably it. She's only, she's uh,
2: excluding all the angry words, though. Yeah. So if you can't tell, this episode going to largely deal with the letter or the note or however you guys want to refer to it. The bombshell that goes off. The bomb was primed last episode and it's going off this episode.
0: I, I would say the the scroll. <laughs> the scroll. The decree. <laughs> the mandate. The, the Ronnie mandate. Yeah. So this episode uh, is just titled The Letter and we start off with kind of a recap of the first episode in this saga um and then it cuts into Wow looking in front of a mirror uh like wrangling her boobs into the right position she was in front of the mirror like testing different positions like should i have them here should i have them here tonight
2: yeah she had a protractor out and she was um making sure her nipples were centered Mm -hmm. right Um, they never are no No. um but yeah she was uh getting ready to go out with uh snooky uh during uh, gay pride week i'm assuming in miami and have a good time
3: it was, it was a gay parade weekend is what JWoww wow called it
2: gay parade and, weekend
3: yeah
0: uh jay wow seemed pretty enthused about it, so good on her mm. And Snooki went along as
2: well they <laughs> yeah. they had a they had a fun time
3: yeah she was wearing her bird shit glasses when she went out mm-hmm <laughs> They're my
2: favorite. I wonder what kind of duct tape Jenny would have to use to actually wrangle her bosoms into the position she's comfortable with. Is that like a thing that people do? I, I believe so. If uh, I know sometimes models will tape themselves in certain ways to fit certain outfits.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I'm imagining that it would take some pretty serious adhesive to uh, make sure that nothing moves around.
0: Yeah. No, I would assume it's just like different types of bras that would have the desired effect but they just they just tape them up huh yeah that's cool i should
2: do that i don't know if america's next top model is still a show but i remember them doing things like that in that show i don't Mm -hmm. know if it is or isn't i mean that's how i keep my tits in order Mm -hmm. i have to tape them but i'm hairy so it kind of sucks probably hurts a lot yeah i just got like two runway strips of uh duct tape remnants in my robin williams chest hair (laughs) Youch.
0: Luckily, I uh, wasn't cursed with that burden.
2: Yeah, you have your own burdens.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of burdens, <laughs> but body hair is not one of them.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I'm pretty comfortable with my burdens.
0: But Wow and Snooki have fun at uh, what Snooki call it the gay circus. What'd she say?
2: Did she actually say that like <laughs> out loud? No. Uh,
0: shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jared said it was like the she. They said like the gay parade weekend gay parade weekend yeah meanwhile the boys are at clutch and mike is hooking up with your girl your girl's girl your girl's girls girlfriends 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 girl
2: yeah there's a lot of shots of mike with like his sunglasses half cocked so you can only see one of his eyes like a pirate Mm -hmm. And, and he's just like drunkenly smirking into the camera just like you know how it is i think that's when he's at his strongest i like that mike uh i think that's like when mike's going to work i feel like that's how he views it that's his greatest look i
0: is is the tilted sunglasses he has one hand kind of tilting it down yeah
2: and sometimes he'll have like a like a golf golf cap on not like a not like a newsboy hat but like a you know like a polo baseball cap like on backwards like all tilted at extreme angles as well Mm mm-hmm it's like he wants it to look like none of his clothes are going to stay on him, even his accessories.
0: It seems to work. He, uh, uh, he was hooking up with a lot of uh, a lot of girls in this episode, It actually yeah. causes a dilemma for them, uh, which yeah. some, somehow they stumble through idiotically, and it goes without a hitch.
2: I feel like Mike thinks that that's his thing, though. Like if it's if it's truly a situation that has to do with women, I feel like he views himself as like a specialist. Yeah. Yes. Because they're at the club picking up girls. And uh, Mike's like, hey, we got a problem because we've got two girls, but there's three of us. And they get back to the house. And basically, the plan looks like at first that Vinny's just going to have to, you know, go away or fend for himself, which, you know, I would have expected. Well, the wording Mike had was uh,
0: this three guys, two girls. And he looks at Paulie and Vinny. He's like, we're going to have to make arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: hey, hey, Vinny. You ever see the back of this uh this this hallway closet? No, let me look. And they lock him in there. Uh Snooky calls Emilio.
0: It's like, you know what? I, I love this kid. I'm gonna give him another chance.
2: I'll give him another shot. See what he's made of. There's no way Emilio is gonna fail this fucking test.
0: Uh Emilio failed the other test so hard. He should have been expelled. Those last calls he had with Snooky were insane. Uh good for her for being forgiving, I guess. Mm -mm. but in this case i i don't know she probably shouldn't have she realizes it pretty quickly in this phone call Uh, yeah
2: yeah so she calls him and she's just trying to tell him about the time that they had out at the gay parade Mm -hmm. um and he doesn't really want to hear anything about it he's like man what if i went to the club with some lesbians yeah he really hates gay people and then Snooky says something like that's not the same thing there's a lot of problems happening all at once
0: he was getting jealous. He's like, "How am I supposed to feel? You're hanging out with like all these guys." She's like, "Well, they're not attracted to me." It's like, "I what?"
2: <laughs> I mean, he he just Emilio hates gay people. Mm-hmm. It's it seems that way, and he's very uncomfortable with talking about it at all. He didn't want to hear about them kissing. Snooky then tries to explain that you know, gay people explain uh, what the concept is yeah and he's like I don't want to hear about it I want to know which I mean he might be wrestling with some demons of his own
0: maybe I he was being very strange in this call and Snooki just like I hey I was I was calling to give you another chance you're being a dickhead again uh I think we're through he's like good I'm done with it
2: and that's is that the end of Emilio we'll see don't 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 tell me either way but it sounds like they both have closure which is good they're both like, oh, I'm done with it. Okay, we're done with it. Yeah,
0: it, like uh, Emilio has closure with Snooky. It's like, uh, oh, Snooky's this, just she's like mean to me or whatever his perception is. And then Snooky's done with Emilio uh,
2: because he's a bigot. So was that her reasoning behind it? I don't think that's her reasoning behind it. I think she finds that reasoning because I believe uh, just a few episodes before she had some pre-choice things to say about people who uh, dress the way they want to. When yeah they went, when they went to that uh shop with all the drag queen stuff yes
0: that that's true she does say um like I wish I would have knew uh this is like how you are before I fell in love with you or whatever I guess that's just referring to him being a dick and not him being a homophobe yeah, yeah, so we'll see if she gives him a uh a third chance
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and guess that she will okay just because she i feel like she she struggles a lot with finding guys that are interested in her
0: do you think he's going to let's in this hypothetical with the third chance do you think he's going to succeed or fail oh i think on it's the gonna, third
2: try I, I think it's gonna be another failure obviously okay so he's getting the turkey yeah well he's getting the opposite of a turkey because a turkey's a good thing in bowling he, he's 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 like on his third strike for baseball that'd be a bad thing oh okay so
0: why are i uh, i'm no sports aficionado why is a strike good in bowling but
2: bad in baseball because they're two different sports why would they use the same word uh you know what i'm really not sure i'm assuming in bowling they're referring to you striking all the pins down uh-huh so i feel like it, the word strike makes more sense in bowling than it does in baseball Yeah, because you're not striking the baseball. Yeah, but if you're striking from your job, you're also not doing your job. Oh, that's true. So,
0: what's the deal with that? Yeah, that's a good (sighs) bit.
2: So, like, Mike brings some
3: girls home. (laughs) And uh, he's doing the old switcheroo. Mm. But it wasn't pre-planned, I guess, right? Because he had, like, some on-calls. Yeah,
2: he he had a couple of backup broads. As he would probably put it, Uh, he said he had a couple of DTF girls who were ready to come over just in case they couldn't get anything else happening at the club. But the problem was he brings home two women from the club and then he's in another uh, situation where he's going to have to juggle between these two groups.
3: Yeah, they make sure to name drop it as uh, we got a situation here a couple of times.
2: Yeah. He
3: says it and then like Paulie and Vinny both confirm it to be like, yeah, 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 we're on your side.
2: Because the other girls that come over, the backup girls, one of them is a grenade, and they're having to juggle three girls and a grenade, split amongst two groups that don't know anything about each other at the moment. And Mike really uh, assumes control of the situation. He's, uh, like I said earlier, where he's, I feel like he's kind of viewing himself as a specialist in these uh, Mm. situations, where he's like, oh, I'll I'll handle this. Like, he thinks he's like a, a green beret of, like, women juggling. Isn't he, though? Well... (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 the thing that I like about it, though, is he lets Vinny and Polly go in the room with the girls from the club, which I'm mm-hmm. shocked because he's, like I said, being a specialist, he's going to go in and handle the other situation in the other room, which mm-hmm. it kind of ends up handling itself like almost immediately because the girl who was a grenade is just like, well, I guess I'm going to sleep. And then he immediately pulls the other girl out of that room and leaves her behind. Yeah. That was just very That was very weird.
0: Yeah, those two girls show up to their house, and the ones just immediately is like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, because the producers are like, weird.
2: here's $400. You mind just going to bed so that Mike's plan could work for once?
3: Yeah, it did seem like uh, maybe they told her that she needed to just go to sleep. While her friend gets boned out. Yeah.
2: It'll take just a few minutes. <laughs> you can either sleep here in this comfy bed, or you can sleep out on the deck like, uh, I'll take comfy bed.
0: Under the assumption of no producer meddling uh it went the outcome the results were uh flawless and uh paulie got a girl vinnie got a girl mike got a girl
2: grenade slept in ronnie's room which is funny yeah, i'm shocked that it went as well as it did i mean it was a, a perfect execution we're all probably sitting in our living rooms holding up cards with like tens on them because uh mike really stuck the landing on this one
0: mm-hmm. it kind of reminds you of that why Mike is the best in the business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because he keeps saying that he is. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: believe him most of the time, but I mean, this is a reminder. It's like, oh, maybe everything he does is right.
2: Yeah, because he was he uh, he was successful this one time.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for him. It works. And in this little scene or vignette or whatever, Mike says he's extracting the hot girl from the grenade and taking her to the smash room which is <laughs>
2: odd. Yeah, that was a that was another thing that kind of made me feel like this was like a military operation because he's like the extraction mm. and he's like taking her to the extraction point which is where he's going to um well, I guess it wouldn't be extracting his penis.
0: The the weird part to me, he says the smash room. Yes. which without getting into spoilers, there is a phrase they use throughout the show that is similar and this is kind of like the the prototype, like they're 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 testing it out.
2: They've said "smush" before in regards to a room,
0: but they haven't coined like this room, the is Smush, the smush room. room,
2: yeah, with like a sign, like a <sighs> airplane
0: bathroom, like an yeah. occupied little one of Mike's dirty socks on the door.
2: Yeah, they did call the guest room in season one the Smush Room. Yeah, they at did point. they? Yep. Yes, they did.
0: Okay, then why did why is he changing it up? Usually they're pretty consistent with um with their branding.
2: Because he's he's lucky that his plan worked. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give him that one.
0: I think they should have dubbed over it. He's
2: gonna get a mulligan.
0: If I was a producer, I'd be like, and I'm gonna extract her to the smush room. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's like if uh Pauly starts screaming like Taxis are here, taxis on their way, boys. You got to think of it from like a like a
2: marketing perspective uh, because they're mm. doing all these things very intentionally. Yeah, Jackson's going to fucking wander into MTV's fucking headquarters dressed like Don Draper here. Uh-huh. Point me to all your pretty secretaries, please. Listen, I could offer a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he takes like, he's got a glass of scotch in his hand he takes one sip and he's just like, <clears throat> It's like, why are you dressed like you're from the 1950s?
0: Take that fedora off. <laughs> one old-fashioned please you can't drink here sir put that cigarette out
3: so uh i've been a little i guess a little quiet in this episode because during the time of recording this uh some like the i live in minneapolis and the uh george Floyd protests are currently going on at the time of recording. So we're like, what, like three weeks behind normally what we put out. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's very loud. There's a lot of people driving around that are taking this opportunity of a, like a rightful and righteous protest to, uh, like vandalize and well, I I wouldn't say vandalize. I would say more like breaking in on like looting or like just causing general mayhem. And it's not people uh, that I'm aware of that are associated with the protest or what the protest stands for. It's just these opportunistic people that want to get out there and try to make those protesters look bad. And yeah. so uh, I live fairly close to uh, all of this. Like if it, I'm like in within a like a triangle of everything that's going on. And uh, so while we're trying to record this. Uh, There are currently, like, helicopters in the sky. There are, like, people driving around, like, fucking maniacs uh, just trying to cause, like, general um, mayhem, I guess is the right word, for people that, like, don't deserve it. Like, these these poor people that are trying to, like, spread a a message and, like, protest to something that's 100% true uh, are being grouped in with these just awful fucking opportunists, I guess is the, the right way to say it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Saboteurs.
3: Saboteurs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that, you know, you'll, you'll see videos of people looting and it's not people that are protesting. It's, it's people that see the protest happening and, and take advantage of the situation. It's pretty, it's rough. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I mean, so far everything in our area has been fine. Um, as far as like the, like out the, the outsiders, like coming in to try to like fuck everything up. But uh, that doesn't mean that there's not, like, people constantly patrolling. Like, I'm sure by the time that this is out, you'll have probably seen videos of, like, the National Guard walking down fucking suburban blocks, mm-hmm. uh, shooting stuff at unarmed citizens, and it's it's pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, anytime that I'm speaking in this, it just happens to be at the same time that, like, yeah. uh, some fucking white, white dude in, like, a dirt bike peels out by us wearing a, a fucking mad max costume screaming about white supremacy so
2: yeah if you start hear any coughing that's just the tear gas that's coming through jared's vents (laughs) yeah (laughs) um well the easy way to keep an eye out for actual
0: protesters and then the opportunists are just keep an eye out for any uh white kids with a dr seuss hat yes because they're the ones causing trouble
3: yeah uh, or the people that come and they're very prepared. Like anybody that drives to the protest, probably there for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're carpooling, but uh, a lot of people are parking their cars so that way they can just fill it with you know stuff from Target or whatever and yeah. leave with it. But yeah, so that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. Jackson gets yeah. all the fun fun shit because uh, he lives near like a theme park. And, um, mine is, uh, police brutality. So, uh, fortunately, uh, I think that a lot of change is going to happen because of this for the better. So I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about that. So that's something that I, I think is really cool. And, uh, obviously I, I myself, and I'm assuming, uh, both of you two, we're very, uh, big proponents and supporters of the black lives matter movement. Mm-hmm. So of course, I just wanted to come out and, and say that, that, you know, and it, it's, it's important. And, um, I really hope that I, and I, 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 hope it doesn't happen. I'm trying to be optimistic about it, but I would hope that it never, something as heinous as what happened in Minneapolis never happens anywhere else. Yeah. Um, as far as the police brutality goes, it was, it's, it was completely fucked up. That
0: video is very hard to watch. I agree. It'll be interesting for our listeners, because like Jared mentioned, this is uh, we're a, a few weeks ahead mm-hmm. on this one. So technically, when you're listening to this, it'll be a few weeks after we're recording right now. Yes. Um, so we're not seeing the exact results of what's happening due to this mm-hmm. uh, that you will see once you're listening to this. Yeah. So yeah. whether so- or not there's been any sort of change enacted due to this. Which hopefully is the case, or if uh, the National Guard puts citizens in like cryo chambers, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I wake up in the year three thousand. Year <laughs> three thousand, we all have uh, like cow tags in our ears. We'll see. Hopefully, is the former. Hopefully, it's yes.
2: There's there's some good change. Since you guys are going to be listening to this in the future, if uh, if substantial change hasn't happened uh, in the few weeks following this. Um, please vote in local elections. Yes. Please, please, please go vote. Go participate.
3: Unless in three years uh, our president takes away the mail-in ballot
2: <laughs> or three weeks. Yeah. So I know. I know it's hard. I know it's hard for a number of reasons to go vote. Transportation and all kinds of things. Some people don't have you know voting places anywhere near where they live. I get it. You yeah, have to yeah. carpool. Figure it out get together with your community, get together with your church, whatever, go fucking vote. Um I'd argue before
0: voting, um instead of uh because you could just vote along party lines back and forth however you wish, mm-hmm. um read into the candidates and their yeah. their views prior. Um mm-hmm. because it's not as clear cut always. Um No. And yeah, I would uh do your research, but also make sure you're able to vote and don't get too tied up in partisan politics. Yes. Yeah,
2: what what I just don't want to see happening is um this to calm down and then people to kind of go back to normal and then forget to do that other piece of participating. Yeah. Because there's a lot of talk and a lot of coverage of everything going on right now, but as soon as it starts to calm down and people kind of return to normalcy we got to realize that that normalcy isn't good and we need to make sure that that fucking changes yeah mm-hmm.
3: there needs to be a new normalcy
2: yes so um i I'm not assuming that these protests are gonna run out of steam I hope they don't but if they do pick it back up start you know uh you gotta participate yes anyway and that could be that even
3: can. as going as far as if you're unable to leave your house because of physical impairments or anything uh and you're able you know sharing stuff on social media and Mm -hmm. uh donating you can always provide to protesters through donations um up here there are just streets lined with like paper bags filled with food for people that might not be able to get it right now Mm -hmm. uh so it's pretty cool um I think that, you know, it's it's 2020 when we're recording this and uh, there's a lot of new ways to be able to be active and involved in this than there were 70 years ago.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: So, um, but that being said, uh, I was trying to create a good uh, listening environment for you, the listener, by not talking. So that way all of the shit in the background could be edited out but for the rest of this i'm just going to go ahead and participate as usual. so yeah. i'm sorry if you hear like a car engine whirring or like one of my apartment windows shattering. <laughs>
2: um yeah. flashbang grenades. Yes. Um yeah, i don't know, Jared, i feel like uh i feel like this was the right way to go about it because i feel like the show would be a lot worse off without your input. Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: I appreciate that, Sam. But it sounds like it quieted down a bit. I can't hear. We had uh, a bunch of helicopters out earlier they i didn't i wasn't aware of this until today but they had a bunch of drones i guess out last night which is wild with
2: explosives attached to them or no 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 no, just
3: like to like monitor what's going on so i guess that they could like send in people to like one spot you know if they needed to like if a lot of people are out in one area uh yeah and then i was telling jackson last night too that they had cell phone blockers
0: that's wild
3: in the city to uh if you were out at a protest there was a really good chance that you wouldn't have cell service and uh people were like without communication it was like to drive them back home so i mean i use wi-fi anyways when i'm at my when i'm at my place so it's not like a, a huge deal but there are probably some people that had uh their quality of life completely destroyed because of that yeah so but yeah i uh you know like i said it's it's cool we can uh, get back in to the episode because uh, I think the next thing that happens is Vinny's got like a stinky hand and he like gives JWoww a high five with it. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, there's yeah. like a like a wet slap noise when it happens.
2: Yeah, there's just like a bunch of people waking up in different places of the house. There's just a mm-hmm. lot of movement going on. People don't really, I mean, I'm hoping that people aren't weren't so drunk the night before that they like don't, that they know where they are and that they weren't so drunk that they don't know where they are, but yeah. Um, a lot of regrets. Yeah, probably a lot, a that lot of that going on. Um, but yeah, Vinny, he like goes to high five uh, Wow or give her a handshake or something. He's like, you probably don't want to touch that hand.
3: Even even though he's the one that instigated it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like go wash your fucking hands, dude.
0: He's like, taste this, and he like presses his fingers in her lips. Ugh.
3: Oh, one last thing I want to include too. Uh, the three of us are all white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so. Uh, all of this systematic oppression is something that we've never had to deal with. Um, and I just wanted to put that out there. Like I, it like it's, it sucks to live in Minneapolis at this point in time, but it sucks for me for a completely different reason. Than it does for everyone else that lives here. Uh, mine is yeah. just that my, my life has been just shifted a little bit. Uh, whereas there are other people, people of color that, uh, live like this every day. And, um, maybe hopefully some people get a wake up call from this, but yeah. you know, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. That like none of us have been affected by anything that's like currently going on in the current state of affairs. No, no. But back to that stinky no. hand.
2: Yes. Yeah. What do you think it was? What do you think the stink was? Um, I'm. If I were to guess, I'd uh, imagine that would be vaginal secretions. Okay.
0: No, is I think it was his own penis because <laughs> she just like didn't touch him.
2: Yeah, he just held his salami all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm what smells like lunch meat you think it would smell that bad i always think of butt stuff yeah Yeah. i don't know whatever whatever he was doing it made a stink i mean
0: he he passed the restroom to even go slap her in the face he could have washed his hands or something
3: i don't know i'm i think that's it's gross that he was the one who like instigated it and then was like by the way you don't want to touch it
2: another classic vinny prank Yes. yes A prank that could possibly get someone sick.
3: Wasn't there in one of the Kevin Smith movies? Didn't somebody do that? Like they put their hand in their butt and then like shook someone's hand.
2: You're thinking of *Mallrats*. Michael Rooker eats a bag of shit-covered pretzels. Man, that Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what
3: is that? Is that what it, he, he put it, the pretzels in his butt?
2: They were. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen the movie *Mallrats* in a long time, but I know that they reference that in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back* as mm-hmm. like a callback that, that's the new movie right or is that the old one the old one not the new okay. one the new one's called like jay and silent bob get rebooted right yeah it's like the i think it's called the jay and silent bob reboot
0: okay how do you mold poop around a pretzel i mean there's like chocolate dip pretzels yeah i i, I know there's chocolate pretzels but like the poop how do you like if you have like a solid poop
2: like well let's maybe how, sam how is, you... i think
3: sam is going to explain it
2: Okay. well I mean, I don't know any specifics from real life experience, but I would imagine that you would have to have more of a wet poop. Okay. If you have, if you have dry dung, I don't think it's going to make the same effect um, if you're trying to poison somebody with a shit covered pretzel.
3: I know that you said you haven't watched that movie in a long time, but like, I think that whatever you say about that scene, we're just going to cement into history as fact. Okay. Because I'm not going to rewatch it. <laughs> No, and I'm definitely I'm, not going to look it up because I don't want fucking Kevin Smith shit in my YouTube recommended.
2: Yeah. Someone has a bag of pretzels that they have coated with shit instead of chocolate. And man, they, that Kevin they, Smith they, <laughs> and they give it to Michael Rooker and he's like licking his fingers and shit while he's eating them. He's like, mm, oh, these are good. Mm. OK. And uh because uh, apparently shit tastes like chocolate
3: that's like an austin powers joke isn't it
2: yeah like uh um when he pours the cup the pot of coffee that's actually uh fat bastards liquid shit
3: yeah and he drinks it and he's like oh this tastes like chocolate
2: yeah he's like uh oh it's a bit nutty is what he says mm. and he's got like a milk mustache of diarrhea that's uh, fun uh, i mean they're I...
0: probably both michael roker and austin powers are probably used to eating so much ass hell yeah <laughs> Michael Rooker looks like
3: he's sick from how much ass he's eaten.
2: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Michael Rooker looks like someone who has been so deep in their ass eating that they're like they've evolved to like support that lifestyle. Like yeah. he look like he looks different because of it.
3: He, uh, his voice, I think, is also like sounds like that because of it. Yes. Like if that you're like when you're smoking, he's inhaling like farts and stuff. We could do like an, like an ASMR fetish thing where we just talk about this kind of stuff. If, if, as a listener, if you're interested in that, let us know uh, via email and you can do it anonymously too. If
2: you want the gorilla fart cast to be a thing.
3: We're just talking about people swallowing farts <laughs> and then burping them back
0: up. Yes.
2: That's a thing. That's probably Is it? a thing. I, I think that's a th- probably, right. that's
0: probably a thing. People That's are rough. enamored with eating ass in 2020.
2: You want to know something gross about the whole eating ass movement thing? Okay. Hepatitis is on the rise because of that. That's interesting. Like a doc- it's a documented thing.
0: After all the boys get lucky, Vinny shares his stinky hand. We cut yes. to Mike declaring in the uh, the kitchen, uh, no gym today, boys. Uh, today we're doing tanning, laundry, and cooking. Hell Yeah. And Mike announces to everyone, uh, I'm cooking.
2: I expect anyone not helping to cook needs to clean, which... Well, and it was like a pre-clean kind of thing because the kitchen was already in in a state of, like, it was gross. Yeah.
0: Typically, the issue I have with these kind of things is if it wasn't clearly laid out as part of the arrangement, then I have issue. Uh, but this, he's doing it ahead of schedule saying before I buy any food to cook, here's the arrangement. So in my mind, he laid the groundwork, but my concern is Angelina was not there when he made that
2: announcement. Uh, as far as I could tell. So, yeah, cause he, he told the girls to tell Angelina to help clean the kitchen. Cause uh, according to him, she hadn't done any chores.
0: Yeah. And of course no one talks to Angelina, so she didn't hear anything.
3: It was like they just kind of piled it all on her.
2: Yeah.
0: So she's got to pay
2: her dues, you know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's been doing chores in the house, obviously. It'd Mm -hmm. be funny if they had, like, a wheel or a log or something to, like, Mm -hmm. uh, determine who has what, which actually would probably be helpful for them because that way everyone knows what's expected of them.
3: That's like a dorm thing.
2: Yeah, but the way... Angelina reacts because Snooki end up ends up telling her while she's on the phone. It's like, hey, you need to help clean the kitchen, and she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I'm assuming that she hasn't been doing anything else to really help with cleaning that place. My thought was I was wondering
3: sucky. if maybe she they she said that, and when Snooki said that, maybe there had been a conversation that happened previously that we didn't see, maybe. where it was addressed that JWoww, Snooki, and Sammy were not going to be cleaning. And it would just be Angelina. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, the the kitchen ends up getting cleaned before the cooking starts, so I don't know who did it. Probably Danny. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think Danny's even still involved since this season doesn't take place like near like his shop, if that even was his shop? Probably not. No, it is his shop though. Okay. You can. He still works there, I guess. I saw
3: on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a Twitter, but his uh, there are people that have went there within the last year that have posted pictures with him. Cool. once it got closed i don't know i don't remember if that was on our list from uh last episode or not when jackson read a list of all the businesses that were closed
0: that was from miami i think oh
3: got it okay we'll have to do one maybe in our reunion episode where we talk about the closed down businesses from the actual Mm short reunion i meant um recap like season recap
0: yeah yeah i don't know the whole cleaning arrangement i don't know it's weird uh, yeah. because I don't even think Angelina was home and she came home. I think, wait, no, Mike came home and she was on the phone. I don't know who's in the wrong here. At least Mike made the announcement. Um, maybe it's on the J wow. And Snooki for not telling her while he was out of the house. I don't yeah. know. But Angelina's on the phone all day. Snooki mentions like, Hey, can I use the phone? She's like, no, I'm, I'm busy. Which really peeves Snooki off. Yes. Yeah. And when Mike comes back with the groceries, uh the sink is full of dirty dishes and like pots and pans. Like like the stuff he would need to cook, like the pots and pans. Yeah. And whatnot. So Mike mentions Angelina, can you come clean this kitchen so we could get started? And Angelina jumps up and immediately starts screaming at Mike, Don't tell me what to do. I don't serve you. I don't serve any God. <laughs> And uh Mike says, You're excluded from chicken cutlets night. He he gives the
3: same bit that he did for Sammy in season one when she was refusing
2: to clean. If it ain't mm. broke, don't fix it, man. Yes. It doesn't
3: work because he's a pushover.
0: Yeah, I, I do like the excluded from dinner as like the the punishment though. Yeah. I think I think it did work because uh while they're cooking uh, Angelina sitting on the couch in the living room within eye distance of the kitchen. And she mm. just looks miserable yes. because she knows she's not going to be able to eat,
2: eat the
3: undercooked food.
2: Yeah. If I was Angelina, I would get in uh, a cab or a car or whatever. And I would drive to like the most delicious Italian restaurant I can find and order to carry out and bring Bucca it back de to Pappos. the house. Yeah. I'm going to go to the nearest Fazoli's drive-thru. <laughs> And I'm going to get real Italian food. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get so much shit, man. I ate at a Fazoli's, uh, within the last like year or two, that was a mistake. That place was disgusting. Really? Was I, on? the
3: last time I went to Fizzoli's it wasn't bad.
2: Like I, I ate in like at the inside of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was really, really, really gross. Like everything really? was dirty. Yeah. It was nasty.
0: I don't know if I've ever been in one. I've seen it. I think I've yeah. just had the drive through Sam.
2: Yeah. I would stick to that. After being on the inside, I wouldn't eat anything that comes out of there, but I don't know I feel like that I feel like that's how a lot of fast food places are
3: well, I mean you, like you say that, but I'll still go inside of an in-a-tub and get food well, yeah. that's different though Those yeah
2: are, that's uh you expect that to be a little off you know
3: yeah I mean that entire building has been deep fried yeah <laughs> you if you're in the area, oh my God. Uh, wherever you can find an in-a-tub, um go go check it out. In a tub has the best tacos. They're only and get in a pocket City. burger. That's it. And then you can get those like microwave burritos that they deep fry and then those put cheese fantastic. on it. Those are fantastic. They just yeah, yeah, those buy are really microwave
0: good. burritos from the grocery store and they put one slice of American cheese on top. Yeah. Yeah. And then
3: but great. they deep fry it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Those even their chips are good. Their tacos have um cheese from like a a Kraft mac and cheese box like sprinkled on them. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like
3: a like a powder cheese. So prepare yourself. It's good. good. You if you have a beard, um, maybe wear like tape your mustache and beard down. Yeah, um, and then pull it off later, so that way you don't get the the cheese and all the grease in your.
2: You will never beard. get
0: it out. You never will.
2: Just cut a hole in your napkin and then like put your mouth through the hole and then eat the tacos that way.
0: <laughs> have you guys ever had that one uh, Italian restaurant in Kansas City that is a drive thru but the drive yes. is in a car wash?
2: uh yes. yeah is that good north oak yeah yes
0: yeah, it's yeah good.
3: You, you like lived across the street from that yeah i while, did i lived
0: you? right across the street I, I never went there it was just so Their lasagna and
2: breadsticks are really there good. is so there's that place which I, I mean should we say the name of it i uh, i mean technically it's a promotion
3: yeah i mean go ahead i mean we gave in a tub spotlight
2: okay that's fine so um the the italian place is called dominic's i believe
3: yes it's called dominic's
2: there's another place not too far away from that that is also an Italian food drive-through called Giovanni's, and it's yes. way better.
3: If you're going through the, I think it's at, is Giovanni's the one that's the car wash as well as it just Dominic's?
2: Dominic's is a car wash. Giovanni's is just like uh, just it's a just standalone a regular drive-through. Yeah,
3: I think that you put your order in at the one, and then by the time you're out of the car wash, your food's ready.
2: I didn't know that. I've,
0: yeah, I think genius. that's how they have it timed. That's, that's awesome. like a Shark Tank idea right there. Yeah.
3: I might be wrong. Um, I don't. I think that like, I mean, if you if you're ever in the Kansas City, Missouri area, you gotta check out in a Tub, mm-hmm. longboards. Longboards is great. Longboards, longboards is good. great. Um, the if you're going for like a nicer venue, Jackstack's Barbecue is really good. Sam, you yeah. have another barbecue place that you like there a lot too, don't
2: you? Yeah, there's there's a there's a few of them. Uh, Q thirty nine is really good.
3: Uh, yeah, I've heard that. That's the more modern barbecue place in downtown, right? Yeah, it's uh
2: down off 39th Street. It's yeah. really good. and uh,
0: It's like KC Joe's or whatever. Uh, Oklahoma Joe's. They changed the name.
2: Yeah, yeah, I still call it Oklahoma Joe's. Joe's Kansas City just doesn't sound as fun to me. Oklahoma
3: Joe's has like a, a ring to it, whereas Kansas City Joe's doesn't.
2: Yeah, well, and they, they switched it around because it was Oklahoma Joe's, and now it's Joe's Kansas City, which I don't like.
3: Is it is it like if, if you go to the Oklahoma area is it still called oklahoma joe's
2: they don't have there one, there, one there i don't think like oh, the guys weird. the the guy's nickname was oklahoma joe when he was oh, doing hey. all these barbecue contests and Got he it. opened a restaurant so it, i don't think it has anything to do with oklahoma but that place is in a gas station too if you go to the original one and it's really good
3: that's tight gas state the restaurants gas station food is not good but the restaurants connected to the gas station is where it's at yeah uh joe's is an old shamrock station
2: uh it's pretty good. That's fun. The uh that's oh, like man. even
3: Jackstax is an old train depot, isn't
1: it?
2: Uh that is yeah, Jackstax is. And then if you go north like uh into like the Excelsior Springs area, uh Wabash is an Wabash. old Wabash. Oh my god, Wabash Steakhouse fucking rules. Yeah, Wabash is delicious. Had the best barbecue sauce. Yeah. Jackson I know
3: you're not a huge fan of their sauce, but it's like really thin. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it, it's more like a sauce and not like a, a thick putty that a lot well, of that's, like that's good. barbecue sauce is.
0: Yeah. I'm not huge on barbecue sauce in general, which is like a card. Like they uh, kicked me out of Kansas city because of that. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get crucified.
2: Well, that's why. Well, and you also get crucified based on what your favorite barbecue is. Because I mean, there's so many spots. There's Jacksack. There's Gates. There's Arthur Bryant's. There's yeah. Joe's. There's Q39. There's Smoke slaps. House. Smoke there's, box. Sm- there's smokehouse. Um, Big rib. There's smoking guns. There's uh, uh bandanas barbecue. There's uh LC's Barbecue, uh... Your Uncle Eddie. What's that place, uh... It's like a blues venue, but it's also a barbecue joint. BB's Onside Barbecue. That's, okay, that's fun. That place is delicious, and it's really cool to go in there because they have a lot of neat, like, posters and memorabilia from, like, blues concerts and stuff back when Kansas City used to do more of that kind of stuff, a lot of blues and jazz stuff in there.
3: Yeah, that's tight.
2: But yeah, I don't know. There's a plethora of good barbecue to eat. Just eat anywhere, and it'll be good. yeah. Mm-hmm. My go-to smokehouse and the people who work there are very, very nice.
3: The the original one that's next to the thrift store. When you go inside of that place, it smells like they smoke it inside the inside the restaurant. Well, they do so good
2: because that place has been set on fire like three or four times in recent history.
3: Yes, Arthur Bryant's too, though that one's that one rules. Yeah,
2: Arthur Bryant's is good. People don't like their sauce; they've got a, kind of a thinner sauce too. I like it. Yeah,
3: I like the thinner sauces.
2: Gates is good too for the same reasons so theirs is just a little spicier
3: yeah I like spicy barbecue I would I prefer spicy over just the standard uh, speaking of like us getting fat eating barbecue man that sounds really good right now actually I know it does
2: uh, 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 one, Mike, one one ring of fire please
3: <laughs> uh, Mike Uh, Fat James Angelina Uh,
0: no one cares no one cares no one no one brings it up at all you,
3: including her
2: yeah, and and the thing is, it's like he just kind of goes off onto that tangent of fat shaming her because she wouldn't clean the kitchen. Like, I didn't understand, like, what connection how that, Like, how those making. are, like, mutually exclusive? Yeah, well, because he's, he's, he's screaming about the kitchen not being cleaned, and then he's screaming about her, you know, needing to hit the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever. And I'm like, what does that have anything to do with anything? I mean, you shouldn't be doing it, period. I'm not trying to give him a reason to, but mm-hmm. it's like the insults were just not connected to anything. It was it, just, it,
3: it's just because it's like, you know, the, the mindset probably is, well, she's a woman and she cares about her body, you know, shape. Yes. If I had to take a guess that yeah. like that backwards, uh, mentality that Mike has,
2: I just gave up on my body shape and I'm a man. So,
3: I mean, I, I, anybody can, you know, they do whatever they want. <laughs> um, Mike should chill the fuck out though on that yeah. kind of stuff. 100%. Especially on TV. Like, what a fucking (laughs) douchebag.
0: So, if you remember the roast of Snooki in Atlantic City, people go off on Mike. And, I mean, this was, I feel like, just as, I mean, Snooki later, after the dinner, revealed uh, that she had previous issues with that. But people were, like, immediate, like, not cool, Mike, not cool. On this, no one gave a fuck because everyone hates Angelina. Yep, that's what I
2: got out of it. Like, Snooki's likable, which Angelina's not, so they just let her have it.
0: That sucks. That's not that's not a good way to be.
2: No, it's not.
0: Everyone, I mean, so Angelina left on bad terms in season one. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. She came back in on bad terms. She apologized, tried to make some amends. So right now she's in like a, a fuzzy gray area yeah. where people aren't completely actively hating her, but they don't really want to have anything to do with her. And I feel like this episode in particular, uh, there's a lot of stuff where... Angelina is just like like a doormat uh, to everyone else in the house. Yeah, uh, where they could throw their stinky shoes on. She's Um, the
3: if she was in Survivor, she's the goat you bring to the end and just shit on at tribal council.
2: mm -hmm. I thought we were friends. What are you talking about? (laughs) You don't have any friends. Look, remember
0: when I tricked dumb Angelina to giving me two of her idols and I voted (laughs) out her dad. Angelina voted out her own dad.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty rough. Uh, I I I'm on the same page though. Like I don't understand like the the context of why it was even brought up, and then also why JWow is a huge hypocrite yeah. and is like you don't you don't call a girl fat, and then when it happens again in front of her, she's like it's a non-issue to JWow at that point because it's not in her own best personal interest.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. junk. This episode makes me almost feel bad for Angelina slightly, even though she's despicable in some ways. uh, She is, everyone is just being horrible to her.
3: What this reminded me of is, like, like speaking of Survivor still, in the Mm -hmm. last season, Sam, you didn't see this, uh, but there was a contestant named Kelly who had an issue with a male contestant who was very handsy, and there was, like, multiple times it was documented on camera. It was on season 39, and she finally had approached the producers about it, And there were two girls that were coming to the dude's defense because it was beneficial to their self-interest in the game instead of being
0: good people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what a million dollars will do to people.
3: It's insane.
0: They got roasted online.
3: They got really roasted. And then they even, they showed up at the live finale and they tried to like do a non-apology for it. And we're like, yeah, you know, we're in the wrong because now we're getting fucking death threats. Yeah, It's like, I mean, you're still in the wrong.
2: Did either of those two win? I don't, I don't even well, remember who so won season 39. Uh,
0: uh, season 39 spoilers. Yes. Uh, neither of them won.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good.
0: But yeah, I
3: also, like, I don't remember who won. It wasn't the guy who did it because he got asked to leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So kind of after Mike is done cooking the dinner mm-hmm. and uh, Angelina sitting on the couch just watching him moping because she's excluded, Mike pulls Angelina over and he's like listen i may have taken it too far with the f- with the fatty jokes and um i i apologize and she's like oh, well you uh, you uh you can't do that he's like uh excuse me will you even let me apologize yeah you just are you going to even let me apologize come on i said i'm sorry and she's like okay okay i mean he's like you, uh,
2: you you fucking you you're fat you won't let me apologize man do you remember when he... My, my, my apologies are just bouncing off of all of your fat. Uh-huh. He, like,
3: unexcludes her from the dinner and then proceeds to, like, like, razz her on her stomach, like, with his fingers. Mm. And he's like, you can have dinner even though you don't need it. And then he starts, like, tickling her and she's like, oh Snappy, mate. Right?
1: <laughs>
2: and then he, like, he picks her up and he's, like, swinging her around the kitchen and he's about to dunk her into a pot of boiling yeah, water. I was,
3: I was really hoping that he would sit her on one of those burners. <laughs> I, there was a, a really uh, a fun video I've seen of uh, a couple that are, like, one of them's cooking and they're, like, being intimate in the kitchen. And then mm-hmm. he picks her up and sets her down oh, on the fucking coil.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, that no. one's pretty
3: rough. Uh, there's another good one of a... Please tell a, me
2: she was wearing, like, jeans or something, like, I think it was, remotely. like, a skirt. Ah!
3: Like, it oh. was, like, you could tell that, like, it, it was, like, trying to be cute. Like, it wasn't not. It was definitely not, Uh. Like, fake. Um, because he was That's... like, she came in and set the camera down and was like trying to be cute. And then they were and then like you can see the coil in the video. Oh, uh, there was a, <laughs> with, another with one with, with her ass still attached food, to it. And his, his girlfriend comes in and she starts dancing on him. And he's like having fun with it. And then he's like slapping her on the ass. And then he lifts his hands up and he comes out for another slap. And he hits the handle of a pan ah! filled with oil. And it just flies up all over the top of him. Oh. Anytime you're oh. cooking, never ever, ever leave your panhandle sticking out. You should always tuck it in. Yeah. Like rotate it right to the right. Yeah. Just like Man. your penis. Yes. Yeah. I tuck mine straight down.
2: I tuck mine to the left. That's smart.
0: Are you you're a lefty? Yeah. Oh, okay. I keep mine in a spiral. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like a duck.
3: <laughs> you gotta keep it tucked up into the into the waistband.
2: Don't uh ducks and pigs have coiled penises?
3: Um, I think that uh, pigs are
0: spirals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like corkscrews. Ugh. You hear that, ladies?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. Jackson and that girl are doing a lot of breakdancing. He's just spinning in a circle.
0: Bop it. Like a, twist it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> she got to bop it. Twist it. Twist it. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It bothers me when I... Someone, like, says, like, okay, I'm sorry, and then when the person doesn't immediately, ex- like, accept the apology or something, right? or is, like, maybe thinking it through, then it's, like, I, well, I, I apologize to you. Like, it's an affront to them, even though they did something shitty. That's yeah. the whole point, that they apologized.
3: That's, like, a favor for a
0: favor. Yeah. It, it kind of points out, like, uh okay, I'm sorry. It's like, well, you shouldn't have said that. I said I oh, was sorry. Okay. What more you yeah. want, Fatty? Like <laughs> it, it kinda it kinda uh, <laughs> it's
2: made me want to throw up a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, it kinda highlights that he's not sorry for what he did. He just wants to fix the uh the negative aspects that happened because of it.
2: Yeah, he just wants to smooth it over. Yeah. I don't know if Mike has like the feeling of sorrow and sorriness. Like if that's a thing.
0: Mm. Mm. Probably not. I'm a man of constant sorrow.
2: Oh, please keep <laughs> going. I I don't know that whole song. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's a good movie. It's an excellent movie. It's a good song. Yeah. But I always kind of equate Mike to like Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like he's a sociopath. He just is trying to hide it mm-hmm. as best yeah, as he can.
3: So the note is planted.
2: By J and Snooky, mm-hmm. yeah, the the seed has been spread.
3: Yes, in in Sammy's like plastic tote drawer system thing, mm-hmm. uh, in her like I think it's in with her. I don't know. It's just a there was like a wad of clothes in there.
2: Yeah, it could have been like makeup and stuff. I don't know. It it, it looked like she's using it as her like nightside table. So yeah, I'm assuming they left it in there, assuming that she was going to access it soon, but not immediately.
3: Yes. And she accesses it immediately.
2: <laughs> I mean, basically. Well, it's the next day. I oh, like yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Because they go to work. It's it's later. Yeah. The,
0: Sammy, the, this is what I don't like about the whole note thing. Well, mm-hmm. one of the aspects. Uh, wow and Snooki plan it knowing that right after they plan it, they have to go work a shift at Geppetto's uh, ice cream shop or yes. whatever. Yeah. A gelato shop. And And yeah. uh, so they plan it, and then they have to face zero consequences uh, when Ronnie gets mad and they're just, like, away. Yeah, yeah. No, um, that's
2: that's that was a perfect way of doing that if you're a bad person. Deferring well, it onto like,
0: innocent people. Onto a- almost Angelina solely. Cause, yeah,
2: because yeah, yeah, Angelina was their scapegoat, and it was obvious from the get-go to me that, I mean, we haven't seen the full fallout of Angelina getting in trouble yet. I feel like the episode stinger kind of leads to that a little bit Mm -hmm. but um i feel like angelina was like the optimal choice like she's already left the show um she doesn't have a good relationship with most people in the house even though she's kind of working on it um if you're gonna pin this on anybody without having this come back on you she'd be the one Mm -hmm. like from an evil genius standpoint i guess
0: well if you pin it on vinny uh like it's like
2: a memory erase and everyone's like what who <laughs> huh? man could you imagine if they tried to pin it on vinny this is one of your stupid pranks isn't it vinny and then ronnie's like see it was a prank He's like no this is real no
0: that would backfire because then sammy would be like i ronnie didn't do anything wrong yeah, yeah exactly um i don't know yeah they hide it in uh Snooky or sorry sammy's like cabinet next to her bed mm. and uh the next morning uh sammy finds it and reads it immediately and um is visibly upset but she doesn't say anything at first um first she kind of walks over and pulls vinny aside yes. and says hey vinny i found this note uh can you read it and like she's like not trying to look visibly mad with him just like i found this note what do you know about this like trying to pull him in but in reality she's like Testing him to uh, see if he'll admit to anything.
2: Yeah, because she already knows that everything on this note's probably true. Uh uh-huh. Yes, and she, um, and she knows
0: the boys would most
2: likely know about it, and well, probably yeah, obviously, why. yeah. Because I mean, the they are the group that's going out together the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like there's there there are times where it's just the girls that are out, but the boys are also out somewhere else. There's not as many times, um, or how do I even put that? There are more times where the girls are back at the house when the guys are out, where a secret shit can go down. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the boys don't uh, stay home while the girls are out as much. So
0: yeah.
2: Um, Vinny lies and says
0: I I didn't see any of that. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then they cut to Vinny seeing all of it. Um, <laughs> and then she talks yeah. to Pauly. She talks to Pauly. And, and he lies. And they cut
3: to him. And Vinny together watching it.
0: Uh, and like laughing. Yeah. Um, Man. So Sammy even says in the interrogation room or the interview room, she's like, yeah, yeah, I know both of them are probably lying to me. I just wanted to see if they would tell me. But I, I, I guess not. Um, Which it's a little weird that the, the guys are being held to a different standard on this thing. Uh, because Sammy almost accepts that Vinny and Pauly, uh wouldn't tell her she's like well I mean it makes sense they wouldn't tell me it's guy code so that's fine yeah,
2: well um, boy code. and that's gross but I can also see it from the perspective of like Jenny and Snooky are supposed to be like her close friends right and I feel like she's friends with the guys but she's not as close of friends with the guys as like the guys are close with Ronnie and the girls are close with her yeah So I feel like, oh, of course they didn't say anything because they didn't want to piss Ronnie off, and it's guy code, whatever that means. Like, if that's the way she's rationalizing it, I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it makes sense to me that she would be more upset with the girls because they hang out all the time. Like, why wouldn't they have said anything?
0: I I do think – I get what you mean where the guys may be closer to Ronnie, Mm -hmm. Um, but also in this case where there is one person clearly in the wrong – I mean they claim to be Sammy's friend. So I uh, even if they're closer to Ronnie if they're still it's it's not just like uh oh yeah we're hanging out with Ronnie and his girlfriend.
2: Yeah. like her at
0: her as the extra when they are like oh Sammy's my friend. I uh, I feel like uh she should hold them to a higher standard. Oh, that. I
2: agree. I'm just saying that's probably how I would imagine that she's rationalizing it.
0: Yeah. No, I, um, I, I think you're right.
2: That they're um, dirt bags.
0: They are dirt bags. bags for well, and,
2: that's, and that's also something that I think Sammy realizes as being their friend. It's like, oh yeah, well, of course they wouldn't say anything because they're my friends but they are also a bunch of dirt bags. Because like, they do that shit all the time. Like They do all kinds of wild shit that they shouldn't be doing. Why would you expect them to be forefront about ronnie doing this shit you know that's true
3: i mean Um, even (laughs) like they cut back to the the store and like snooki's doing her like interrogation thing and she's like i don't want to be a part of that drama that i caused
2: well technically ronnie caused it
3: no you know what i mean like the the actual this wouldn't have like i guess been
2: necessarily brought up if snooki hadn't have written the note yeah, I mean the I whole the know. whole thing would have been avoided is if <clears throat> that night one of the girls was just like, "Hey, this is what Ronnie did." Yeah, mm-hmm. or if Ronnie would have stayed in one jail of the from the first season. Yeah. So, um, I, I man, I just because this is one of those like kind of groundbreaking things as far as the show goes that people still talk yeah. about, and I just want to know how much producer pressure created this diamond. Well, you know what I mean.
3: I would okay. So speaking of like diamonds, when Ronnie is sitting down to eat his ketchup sandwich, Vinny <laughs> communicates entirely to Ronnie without saying words Tell through him, like yeah, an act lip, like yeah, like through like uh, like mouthing the words to him and hand gestures, and Ronnie fully understands it and is able to communicate back. It was like watching Jane Goodall like communicate with that <laughs> gorilla. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Or, like, in the movie Congo? Yeah, yeah like that.
2: It was amazing. Uh, uh, it's like uh, it's like the beginning of uh, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. And Vinny is the obelisk. Exactly. And Ronnie understands for n- reasons he can't even comprehend.
3: Yeah, or, like, I, I haven't seen the movie Arrival, but isn't that what that whole movie's about? Uh, Kinda. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, with uh, Amy Adams, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I've I haven't seen that. I I've I've heard it's not good. Arrival I like it, it. Arrival okay.
2: is mostly a complete ripoff of Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, okay. It, it is almost even the way the aliens are designed in this match the descriptions from Slaughterhouse Five I, like identically. Got it. Mm-hmm. That movie is I didn't know that. Hu- oh, it is a huge rip off. Um all Maybe of the that's stuff, some of the
3: criticism I had heard.
2: Um all of the stuff. I mean, it's almost like they made that movie, but then took away the main character. Like, they made a movie out of Slaughterhouse-Five and took out the main character. Is basically... The aliens are identical. They're hand-looking creatures that um, are unstuck in time, so everything that ever happens to them is happening at once, so that's where you get into, like, the time-jumping stuff. Um, It's crazy.
0: I, from someone who hasn't read that book
2: yeah i I enjoyed that movie yeah i highly suggest you read the book okay if you if you ever have time because it's a really excellent book it's one of my favorite books ever and um it makes it very 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 apparent that i would say 90 percent of the ideas from that movie are ripped off that book that's wild i'll I'll have to check it out because i
3: think it's on some kind of streaming thing and then uh I can probably get
2: Slaughterhouse Five on Audible. I imagine. Yeah, it's a it's a that movie that that book is a trip. Um, That's cool. I didn't know that.
0: the That movie is directed by um, the guy Dennis Venefu or something. The guy who did uh, Prisoners. And. and uh, Blade uh, Runner, the, like the new the, one. The new Blade Runner Sicario. Yeah, um, he's
2: he's doing Dune right now, right? Got it. Yeah.
0: So, like, I, I, I like that guy in a lot of his movies also. I get him um, and
3: Ex Machina mixed up. Yeah. Which I'm, um, I'm a big fan of that movie. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. That's the, a better version of Star Wars with half the cast in it. I mean, <laughs> Star basically. Wars. Yeah. It's got, what's the, it's got Oscar Isaac. Yeah, and, and
0: a character that's, like, fun. Yeah, like, and fucking, well, what's I the mean, other guy's name? Like, Don,
3: Dawn, Donhead Head, or something something gleason is Dom he the Hill.
0: son of the other gleason guy
2: jackie gleason
0: no so there's the gleason who is like mad eye moody or whatever oh, oh. could be they're, and, they're
3: both from uh that area of the world it's very possible
2: and they have kind of similar features yeah as, yeah, I, uh, as i'm as i'm looking at them and thinking about i mean them. both of
0: them are in harry potter because what's his name was one oh of the yeah Beasley jackie brothers.
3: uh one of the kennedy brothers or not fucking Kennedy. What's the Weasley? Weasley. <laughs> the Kennedys I... of the the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. I was having a rough. Okay, so the other like speaking of this, uh, I was I was trying to remember the dude from, um, uh, Sleepy Hollow the other day, and for some reason I thought his name was Lickinob Crane, but it's Nick. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Lickinob Crane. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That's like if Ronnie was in it, he'd be licking knob, Crane. Uh, he's just <laughs> he would, sucking on all the villagers' doorknobs, and he wouldn't have survived the fucking first night. <laughs> that fucking Christopher Walken horseman would have caught him immediately.
3: Yeah, that was something I couldn't remember. I, I was like, "Oh, it's a stupid name. What is it?" Oh man, that's too funny. Yeah, uh, I uh, I like that version more. I I agree. Ichabod's a fun name, though. Um. So Ronnie has his his food is ruined, after Vinny has revealed that there is a note that exists, and Ronnie like throws the whole plate away, and then he he walks into Sammy's room. I guess it's his room too, right?
0: He has a, he sleeps technically his room's a different room. He just got it. Oh yeah, yeah he sleeps drunken. in that room with the the tiki beds. Yeah, he just comes into Sammy's room in like a drunken stupor every night. Yeah, but it's not it's not his room. I get it mixed up because, you know,
3: he he's one of he's very territorial.
0: <laughs> he pisses um, on her bed every night.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, if she's into it, that's fine. The the we were talking about the the smush room later and this is a little bit of a spoiler for the next season, but it has like a rubber mattress, doesn't it? Or plastic <sighs> the, sheets or something, I think.
2: The Jackson's rubber mattress?
3: No, 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 like an actual like rubber coated mattress. Yeah. yeah. Not like not like a memory foam mattress.
2: Well, Jackson's is made of rubber. Yeah,
0: mine's a <laughs> purple mattress made out Off-gas. of gas, like a gel mattress. But uh, with with bamboo sheets.
3: Oh, fun! Oh, Those oh. keep
0: you cool.
2: Uh-huh. It, it allows him to inhale all the off-gassing.
3: Yes. Uh, but so it's it's interesting because like right when Ronnie enters the room, he's like, "What's that?" And then it cuts to commercial. And we were all like on the edge of our seats already, and Sam was like, "Oh boy.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: He's like, "Oh boy, here it comes." <laughs> and then it's like it cuts away, and we don't get to see it. And then it cuts back to like Snooky and wow Or no, it doesn't. Sorry, I take that back. It comes back from commercial, and then it's Ronnie reading the note, sitting on the bed, right?:
0: Yeah, it's a little strange how they do this because uh, I feel like, have Ronnie and Sammy talking about it. they'll separate. And then they'll come back together to talk about it a little bit more, and then they'll separate, and then they'll talk about it a little bit more.
2: It's probably a good thing. It's stopping either of them from killing each other if they have to separate a little bit. Like, if it's giving them a minute to process what they're hearing, mm-hmm. then I think that's a good thing.
0: Well, it's more so like uh, like they keep storming out, or one, one of them does. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that whole fight
3: that they have is very bizarre with, uh, Sammy and Ronnie.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, th- so Ronnie puts his, his, uh, his like Sherlock Holmes hat on at one point, And he talks about how he knew it was either Jay-Wow or Snooki, which was on the money, but then he mm-hmm. immediately redacts it and says, but it can't be Snooki because there's words in there that are too smart for her. Yeah. Like <sighs> wisely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wisely. She doesn't use that kind of vocabulary. I'm like, what? Like, when have you had a conversation with her where being wise has, like, showed up? Plus, like, oh, I mean, hey.
3: unless he's calling her a wise guy, I guess.
2: I guess. Like, the fact that the word wisely is, like, your cap for, like, advanced vocabulary is a little shocking. Well, it's not shocking, but it, I mean.
3: Well, didn't she be. use the word verily later in it or something?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh uh i've 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 chosen to bequeath this information upon you um well uh,
3: so after he says that he starts admitting to things that he did uh jackson did you say did you want to read the note one more time just so we can kind of have a context of what it said again
0: yeah i will Um, okay and also some more context as he's reading it the note was typed in all caps so keep that in mind um well, it starts with um, Sam. The first night at bed when you left, Ron made out with two girls and put his head between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Also was grinding with multiple fat women. <laughs> uh, when you left crying at Clutch, Ron was holding hands and dancing with a female and took down her number. This is multiple like a people.
3: fucking incel. <laughs>
0: Multiple people in the house know, therefore you should know the truth. Yay and barely. So, <sighs> uh that Ron was able to read that whole thing. Yeah. And um he immediately uh just kind of goes down the list for Sammy. and he's like, Okay, uh, uh made out with two girls, allegedly. Yeah,
3: well, uh, it's weird because like is during this part, they show clips of him actually doing the stuff when he negates it, right? Yes, yeah.
2: and he yeah. owns he owns some of it, but he downplays or denies the majority of it. Like
3: the the mm-hmm. he owns like the oh I got the number, but I threw it away because it's like how are you gonna prove that? Yeah, I threw it away
2: right into my fucking phone book. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like I was grinding with some girls, but they were really fat, and I was doing it as like a joke, like yeah, a jackass. Make the guys prank. laugh. Um man I think
3: that Sammy she says something, she says that because he admitted to one thing, that means all of it's true. And I mm-hmm. think that uh it's like Sammy's a fucking oracle.
2: I <laughs> 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 uh, like the, uh, the one from The Matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. she's like bending spoons. Yeah. Um she's like, <laughs> like that
3: fucking what's that guy's name? Yuri Gargarian, I think. <gasps> The guy who could claimed he could bend spoons.
2: Yes, and he's just using his thumb the whole fucking time. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He's like heating up the he's heating up the the spoon with his thumb, mm-hmm. like he's rubbing it. There's this old man on uh, who used to go on TV shows to disprove everything that guy did, and it, it was this old like kind of short uh, older man who was bald and he had like a huge white beard, and he would just he would go on to like Conan O'Brien or whoever the fuck was like an old talk show host, and he'd be like, "Yeah, that guy's a loser." And a liar. (gasps) Let me show you how he does all of his
1: tricks.
3: (laughs) They're really fun. If you get a chance, you should watch those on YouTube. They're very funny. That guy is hilarious. Yeah, it's like an overt breaking. Yeah, he's very mean to whatever. I think his name is Yuri Gargarian.
2: I'm imagining when you said Sammy was an oracle, I imagined her like throwing the bones of Ronnie's victims into like a Ed Hardy top hat and like reading them. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. She's she's casting bones and and reading futures based on them.
3: When he is, he's he's yelling at Sammy because she tries to leave, right? To to try to get away from this whole deal. And he's just yelling,
2: come here, come here, come yeah. here. And he keeps pinning her down, like, on the bed. He yeah pins yes. her, He pins her in the shower at in one point. the shower. Point that where one's where she can't rough. can't get out. Like, I didn't know where they were at first until I saw the shower head. I thought they were, like, in a closet or something. Um, yeah. And, then I, see, and then I see a shower head peeking out. I'm like, what the
3: fuck? The... I think I mentioned this in like a previous episode, but there's always a shot that they do with Ronnie where he is standing and Sammy is looking over his shoulders like Ronnie's back is to the camera. And then her head is like right where his shoulders at and she's like peeking over his shoulders. And they did it in this one when she was in the shower. It's very scary.
0: That's his go to move is to to lock someone in a space because it's like uh, I if you don't admit that this is your fault that I uh, put my face in that cocktail waitress's breasts, uh, you're going to be in the shower. You're going to have to stand in the corner for at least 30 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, It's rough. But at least in this scene, or these c- collection of scenes, Sammy is still sticking with... Uh, I'm, I'm over it, Ron. I can't believe you did those bad things. You son of a bitch. Yeah. So, you son of a bitch. That's good. Uh, at this yes. point in time, she is team anti-Ron. So his... his uh, I'll call them scare tactics are not working at this yeah. point in time. So that's good news.
2: Well, and it just blows my mind that, I mean, they're in the middle. I mean, I don't know if they'd be in the middle necessarily, but Ronnie's like, okay, we're done. And... He immediately is like, where's my phone book? And he goes and finds his fucking phone book and starts calling up girls while they're not even really done arguing or even talking about it. He's a prick. And she walks over to him while he's talking on the phone with a girl. Who are you talking to? And he's like trying to act like he's talking to one of his friends at home. Yeah. Uh, TJ or something. Yeah. And she's like, that's bullshit. Well, she's like, she's like, I'll
3: put blueberries up my butt and you can suck them out. He's like, yeah, bring the whipped cream.
2: Oh yeah, because he wants to reenact the scene from Varsity Blues. <laughs> yeah, that's what he that, said. That, that's, that's what he says. He wants to reenact the scene from Varsity Blues. That's where...
3: weird. So because that scene's parodied in that teen movie, right?
2: Yeah, where uh, fucking Captain America has uh, whipped cream on his dick. Oh, yeah, another teen movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not another teen movie, which is excellent. Yeah, that's a fucking great movie.
3: Um, my uh, really quick, my favorite scene in that movie is when they're all in that SUV and they're going to drive to the party and they're playing fucking that Cars song uh, uh by the Cars and then they're driving and then they drive to the house next door and then the music stops and they get out and go inside. Uh, yeah. But they like pump it up like they're going on like a road trip and you're going to get like an American pie like road trip thing and then they're just driving next door. I thought yeah, that was a lot uh, of fun. Um yeah. Uh Sammy ends up confronting Ronnie about her about about ronnie coming back after like messing around with other girls and then getting in bed with her
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh, because good for because her there uh there was a i remember times where he would come back from horsing around and then get in bed with her and then ask for sex so yes. i guarantee you that that what that happened um which is really gross yes uh that, he, that he is he's super invincible. unfortunate yeah he thinks he could do whatever the fuck he wants
0: can I get some snooze, dude? Oh my god, Ronnie, you smell like a you smell like a baseball mitt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I just uh, <sighs> he fucking has a his dick folded in half with a rubber band around it, like when you're trying to break a baseball mitt in, you put it under your mattress. Yes. Um. Hold on, let me take the rubber band off.
0: <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Uh, Sammy calls the gelato shop.
1: Oh my god.
0: And uh or maybe Jay WoW calls the house, but I think it was Sammy like calling Sammy she, she, okay. she called
2: the gelato shop.
0: Gotcha. And uh Jay WoW talks to Sammy first and Sammy is like, Hey, listen, uh there's a lot of weird shit happening right now. Did you write the note? Um and Jay like, What what note? I, I don't I i I I've never written anything in my life. Yeah. Um I don't know, I don't know how to write or read. I, yes. as, I did not write a note about uh, Ronnie cheating, and Sammy's like, I didn't mention anything about that. Yeah, no,
2: that would have been fucking hilarious if she said something specific from the note. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that part you were telling me about him putting his uh, his head in between the waitress's tits. She's like, I never told you that. I know. Man, that would have been a fucking great... Do you think she would have figured it out if if Jenny like, slipped up that big? And Hopefully. Re-
0: I, I feel like Sammy's pretty... S- Pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she could have deciphered that one. Um but Jay WoW denies. Yeah, that was rough den- to watch. Deny, yeah. deny, deny. And she even goes a step further because she says, uh, not only did she not write the note, she's like, I have never heard anything about this because I wasn't at that club that night. Yeah. Uh, which that logic gives her and Snooky a complete out and then pushes the note writing uh like even the chance of the no being writ by them to zero. So that pretty much puts it solely on Angelina. Because yeah, Sammy's not gonna believe any of the guys wrote it. No. Um so Man. It was very intentional for Jay Wow to have Angelina as the scapegoat. She pre planned it. Um so that's very shitty. Yes. It, and and Snooky does the same once she's given once she's given the phone, she denies,
2: denies, denies. Yeah, because yes, I think she, w- without even saying it, I think that she understands what uh, Jenny's going for. Um, mm. Yeah, because, I mean, because uh, have they seen it? Like, f- like were they physically no. there? Okay. They so were that day. Okay, so they just know from what the guys told them. Correct. Okay. So, yeah, their whole shield is we were with you. Like, we know what you know because we were physically with you, even mm-hmm. though the guys told the, her – so well i mean like i mean if the the guys had never said anything this would all still be a secret yeah um she doesn't talk to
3: mike on the phone she mike just kind of laughs in the background and then he isn't asked about it until they get back to the house
2: i oh yeah and he has a very particular way of like saying stuff about the letter right yes because he says something like well it's written down so it must be true
3: yeah anything that's in writing is true is what he said he, he's
0: essentially confirming it. Yeah. Confirming yeah. it for Sammy.
3: If it, He says if it's
0: on paper, it's the truth. That's what yeah. he
2: says. And he's saying that shit, but yet, did you see any of this? No, I didn't see any of it, but it's on paper, so it must be right. So he's trying to confirm it while washing his hands of it at the same time. Yeah. Um, which is really tricky.
0: I think he is... Because everyone else is not even giving her that much. So I think as far as... People reacting to the letter. Uh he's being the the coolest about it because he is at least saying, like, yeah, I mean pretty much he's essentially saying, Yeah, that happened, Sammy.
2: Uh don't involve me though. See, what um, needed to happen was the entire house besides Sammy and Romney, Ronnie, Romney, um, Ronnie, needed to get together and just say, Hey, listen, we're just gonna tell her. And here's the thing. If Ronnie gets mad at all of us, that's fine. But we'll still be cool with each other. So that's just one less person to be cool with. Because it's not yeah. like it's not like Ronnie knowing and getting pissed is going to ruin everybody else's time exactly because they could just go out without him. Yeah. I mean, all you're doing is taking one person, maybe two people if you count Sammy, out of the group.
3: Which, I mean, they did the entire
2: first season. Yeah. And it gives you the chance to at least be even remotely honest about what happened.
0: My... My thoughts are, when Sammy called Jay, Wow, and Snooky, it was just them talking to Sammy. It's not like Ronnie was on the other line listening. Yeah. yeah. The point of the anonymous letter is so Ronnie doesn't beat the shit out of you. I, uh, they could have said, I, uh, hey Sammy, uh, Snooky and I did write the note. Don't tell Ronnie. Um, I w- we want to keep it anonymous because we're scared of him. We're just looking out for you
2: yeah and, and i feel like that would have smoothed everything over with sammy immediately because I they think. shouldn't
0: they're not afraid of the sammy backlash for the most part they're afraid of the ronnie backlash
2: well they and they are now they're with now this, afraid yeah, of the with Sammy yeah with this
0: they're getting they're gonna get both probably so right. um i strategically it doesn't make much sense but
2: no it doesn't and i wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't peg Jenny as being afraid of Ronnie in a physical way just because I feel like she'd like welcome any fight because she's crazy. Like I could see her fucking punching Ronnie in the face. Uh yeah. But on but on the other hand, she's smart enough to go, you know, um, like if if she if Jenny was to punch Mike in the face, which she did, there's a pretty good chance that Mike is not going to hit her back. Ronnie, on the other hand, I feel like might.
0: Well, to get into the the tickler for the next episode slightly, they they tickle JWoww and Sammy getting in an altercation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well,
3: a, a huge altercation.
0: And I would say Sam I mm-hmm. uh, I mean JWoww is like she she could kick any of our asses mm-hmm. and we're all afraid of her. Uh Sammy does very well. I think, oh yeah. I I remember the first time Jackson and I watched it. We were
3: like, same, like, we were, it was like we were watching a soldier walk into a battle they knew they were going to lose in like a World War II movie. And then she fucking goes in like bonkers. And we were like, what in the fuck? Uh, We're not
0: going to say who wins or anything. I'm just saying, don't, like, I am very impressed. Don't count your eggs before they get smashed. Okay. Sammy kind of hulks out a little bit. Uh, sammy maybe. is uh kind of a badass as well that's well. that's that's, yeah, that's, fine. that's
2: what
3: cemented jackson's crush
2: but <laughs> uh, what i'm saying is
3: i
0: like sammy as a person i think she's funny yeah i think yeah. sammy's tight as fuck
2: i don't feel like jenny often instigates physical things with people that she feels would give her a, like a legitimate threat and i think sammy if what you said is true might like have surprised her a little bit so maybe that's why they're tiptoeing I, around ronnie because he's think so. so unstable I mean,
0: uh we'll get into it next week, but I mean yeah. uh the, when we first watched it, I was like, Jesus. I would love to <laughs> have seen girl. Sammy beat the shit out of Ron. Yeah. I think if Jay WoW and Sammy
2: teamed up, they might have a decent chance of going at Ron. Uh, uh I just think that um I don't know. I'd be afraid of Ronnie if I was uh
0: If they did the fusion dance, they could take yes. Ronnie.
2: Yeah. Um and became Sam Wow. Oh, uh-huh. Sam Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Sounds kind of like ShamWow, though. That's ja- yeah, that's a joke.
0: Jamie, Jamie, <laughs>
2: we are Jamie. <laughs> Jamie's when they put on the fucking kai earrings, and then uh, yes, Sam Wow is when they do the fusion fusion dance. That way you got two variants. Mm-hmm. That's fun.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know it. <sighs> When after this all happens, we kind of talked about the varsity blues thing, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. and Sammy is like still being uh a little like territorial with Ronnie on it while he's on the phone. I mean, he's doing it out of like spite to be like, I can do whatever I want now.
0: A hundred percent.
3: Uh, cause he he says that thing where he's like, Remember that after she's she he says, Are we still together? If you sit in silence, I'm taking it as a no. And she doesn't have a chance to respond And He's like, I'm taking it as a no. Remember that.
2: Yeah.
0: He he does that every single time there's a fight. This yeah. is on you, you know, Sammy. In Sammy's and he,
2: defense to like five minutes had gone by since they had that little scuffle. Yes. And uh he's already calling girls. Yeah. And
0: he, he's doing that when he is the perpetrator. Like he the notes about him being unfaithful, it's nothing Sammy did. She just read a note. And now he's retaliating on her for knowing the bad shit he did. Yeah. yeah
3: and he, he just wants to bang out varsity blues so bad mm-hmm.
0: and then she's like who was that he's like oh it's my friend todd she's like really todd howard
2: <laughs> <laughs> man i would love todd howard to join as a cast member
0: yes that uh i'd say todd howard has the same energy as danny to me okay yeah i agree like I feel like Danny is a pretty as close as we're gonna get to Todd Howard,
2: and Todd Howard has way better hair than Danny too.
0: Well, Todd Howard's also four foot two, and Danny is like six foot seven. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, after the the phone call, Ronnie kind of officially it's like I'm done with you, Ron, and sh- uh, he's he starts to kind of talk back. And she puts his finger over his mouth and his, his eyes roll back uh, to the back of his head. So you only see the white of his eyes as she has her finger pressed against his lips like a shush. I <laughs> uh, that was uh, the most empowering moment uh, of this episode to me. Yeah, it was very fun. Uh, she shut down the, the heavyweight champion. She did. Congratulations, Sammy.
2: It's a very brave move. It was like kind of like watching someone like stick their hand in an alligator's mouth, uh-huh, and like you don't know if it's gonna go right this time or not. yeah, that's a good comparison. like all Ronnie had to do is clamp down and spin.
0: I would say, uh
2: congratulations, Sammy.
0: You've made it out of this toxic relationship. Uh, congratulations. you never have to be with Ronnie again.
2: I feel like that's uh. Congratulations! Uh, sarcasm. Congratulations, I, I'm, sensi- I'm sensing a little sarcasm here.
3: She also she said she should have cut Ronnie, cut him off, I guess. Yeah. Snipped his his you know his peepee. Yes, right off, just like Lorena Bobbitt. All uh, right. Did you? I think that was a pretty. I mean, like you know, Jackson. You said that four and five are kind of like a twofer, right? Yeah. Like I a would almost say feature. that
2: this is even a threefer. Yeah, I would say that I'm 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 ready for the fallout.
3: Yeah, no, I think that the next episode is going to be probably one of the best episodes that we've watched together. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: the the
3: the I think it's like this is a good trilogy four five and six.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I spoke too soon with the 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 double one. I apologize. No, no,
2: it's fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, I you know, it's a uh, it's
3: fun.
2: Four, five, and six are a great trilogy, huh?
3: Yeah. As opposed to like I don't know about seven, eight, and nine yet, but uh or one, I wasn't two and three. With one, two
2: and three. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny how that works out.
3: Yeah, no, it it does. Uh you know, I'm sure seven, eight, and nine are gonna be a fucking incoherent mess, even if seven's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. This is kind of the empire strike back of the 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 in a lot of the themes too. Like the note. It's like a new hope. Mm. Uh, yeah, because that, that's fucking
3: they... Snooky and Jay Wow or R2D2 and C3PO delivering the note to Princess <laughs> exactly. Leia. That's Sammy. Okay.
2: Man. Uh, the putting that'd the be note... a great Halloween costume for them. Yes. Look at the tits on C3PO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could see J Wow as a sexy uh, C3PO. Yeah, me at, too. Like a Comic Con. That's tight. So, that's cool. Let's tweet that's that tight. at her. Um, so
3: then, okay. So, so we know what happened. So, episode five. You said that this is like an Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's, there's the end battle of Sammy, who's Luke, yes. against Darth Vader, who's Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she puts his finger on his mouth. Uh, Just like Luke, like Luke did light, to Darth Vader, the lightsaber. He's, he's yeah. like, uh, and then Ronnie exclaims that. Uh, I'm your sister, Sammy, or something. I'm your brother. I'm your father. I don't know. Then Alj kind of falls apart a bit.
3: Well, it, I think it's more like the big reveal in this is similar to like the "I'm your father" thing, but it's she's learning all of this heinous stuff that Ronnie's done.
0: Mm-hmm. Can fun. he be redeemed? This yeah, we'll find out in I'm episode six. This he's not the my father is not the person I thought he was. He's actually this killer. Yeah, he's like Ron, her boyfriend's not who she thought he was he's a killer
2: she just put her finger in his mouth vent Hmm. that's tight
0: uh uh, Vinny is frozen in carbonite uh (laughs) because he's nowhere to be seen for yeah the the rest of the season that's fun
2: oh man
3: mike and uh paulie or that guy at the cantina is like i don't like you (laughs) he doesn't like you either Um, I, would, I
0: would say yes. Mike might be Han uh, Solo uh, Emperor Palpatine because he's a shitster. Oh, yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. He he He's even if based off of like some behind the scenes stuff that we've seen with him. He is kind of like he has, you know, like in the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, when Emperor Palpatine has the the space battle going on outside behind him. And Luke's like, he's like, oh, your friends are dying or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, Ronnie, I mean, Mike's got that same kind of energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh Polly D is one of the Cantina band members cuz he makes music.
3: Yes. He he's the 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 dude that has a long tube thing in his mouth, right? Yeah. yeah. I need to I I can sometimes do a pretty good Palpatine, but I didn't have any time to prep like prepare for that today, so I'm sorry. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You just got to let like the gum fall out of your mouth when you talk.
2: <sighs> I feel like uh Vinny is a block of carbonite, but he thinks he's Lando. Yes. Mhm. Because he thinks he's much cooler than he is. Yes. Who's Angelina? Um, is she George oh, I Lucas? She's che- Chewbacca. <sighs> uh,
0: Chewbacca's Can we, can likeable, we bring though. in a
3: character from the other movies? Like this... Uh,
0: What's his name? Gatto? Or whatever. Greedo. No, <laughs> n- not Greedo. The guy who's like uh, flying the, in... Sebulba. Sebulba. Oh, uh, Watto. 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 I don't know. She's
3: kind of a Sebulba, too. Mm-hmm. You remember the guy who walks on his hands and he's got the little tiny feet the in the uh, pod racing? Yeah, Sebulba. Se, Sebulba. I'm I'm going to come out I'll, on record. I'll say it. I like Phantom
2: Menace. I think it's a fun movie. I like everything except for Anakin in that movie. Yeah, pod, I, I like pod racing a lot. That was a, a very fun event. I think pod racing is cool, and I think that uh, Pad One Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite Obi-Wan Kenobi of the yeah, three. Yeah, he's tight. Because I, I like his bitch and rat tail. Yep Uh uh-huh um and he's a cooler Padawan than anakin is that's for sure that's true
0: i i like episode two and three obi-wan more but yeah i agree he's a better padawan than anakin yeah why don't i I, I, jackson
3: i think you should rework what you just said and say that you like episode three more because two is a fucking shit show Uh,
0: i like when was the last time
3: you watched two it is it is very cringe
0: i I, I'm not huge on the actual movie of two, but I like Obi-Wan. Yeah. He's talking movie. about obi Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about the movie itself.
3: I would say in ranking, it would be, as like far as nostalgia goes, it'd probably be one three two, But in terms of like quality, I
2: would say three one two. See, I like Obi-Wan in two because that's more of like a uh, soldier Obi-Wan. Like yeah, when he's fighting everything. with the clones? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's very cool. I like Obi-Wan in general. The reason why I like Episode 1 Obi-Wan so much is because I like, like, 2 and 3 Obi-Wan are more like Alec Guinness than the first one is, just because mm. he's so green. I like him being green and not really knowing everything. Yeah. Um. And uh, him fucking reacting to Qui-Gon Jinn getting murdered and fighting uh Darth Maul was really fun. I, yeah, I that's that a, a fun part. I When I was a kid, that part used to stress me the fuck out. Yeah. No matter
3: how many times I watched it.
2: I like Ewan McGregor a lot. He's yeah, Ewan McGregor uh, is a, he's a good actor. I don't know about a being actors, a good person. I would but... say yeah. I know he hates Star Wars fans, or at least he used to. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. Until he got that Disney check, and now he's going to be in a new solo movie or show or whatever.
3: That guy that's uh that's on permanent hiatus right now.
0: Yeah, that's a at, shame.
3: At the time of uh, recording this, uh, that's on, or I guess you're listening to this too. It's not going to be revived by any means. I but permanent I hiatus. Like,
0: I like the setting and uh, timeline of the prequels the most out of the three uh like trilogies. I I, agree. I think th- I think that's a funner place to to play in, I guess. I mm-hmm. uh, it's just like the Clone Wars is like pretty bland. Yeah. And like the the movie. The show's actually supposedly pretty good. Yes, yeah. I've heard it's good. I'm I'm just a any
3: I'm a very big... My my favorite Star Wars character is Palpatine. I think he's a very fun character. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get a lot of screen time with him in 1, 2, and 3. And it is all excellent. Because yes. uh, Ian McDermott's a very fun person.
0: Do it. <laughs> Do it. So, on the, we kind of went over a bit of this, but on the tickler for yes. the next episode, we get Vinny and Snooki, uh Looks like they may fuck. Yes. they they may they may finally fuck.
2: Yeah, they're doing some deep <laughs> kissing from what we can uh-huh. see. Well Snooki and Snooky uh, and Vinny are s- gonna
0: are gonna fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, Snooky opens up her mouth like uh uh what's her name in Beetlejuice when she's trying to scare away the people. Oh yeah. And Vinny sticks his entire head in her mouth.
3: That's pretty big in here. Hello,
2: hello, hello, hello.
3: You uh you forgot to mention that Jay Wow and Snooky try to flambe something.
2: Oh, yeah, by uh, by just pouring uh, grain alcohol onto a fucking skillet and yeah. it go up in flames.
3: <laughs> Those, that's
0: wild. How do you think their cooking episode's going to go, Sam, where uh, they take over cooking in, in place
2: of Mike? Uh, I think they're going to make a huge fucking mess, and mm-hmm. I think that if any food makes it to the table in an edible way, then that's great. Um, I'm just imagining how many things are going to get dropped and spilled and how no one's going to care because they're purposefully trying to make the kitchen gross for Mike. Like the people on the show struggle just, uh, you know, opening the fridge without everything falling out of it. Yes. Uh-huh. So I, I, I don't see it going well at all. I'd, I'd hope it'd be good just cause I like good food. We'll see. We'll see what happens on this wacky and crazy show. Yes. And and I mean, there there are some meals that I feel like you can make while the process of making it. You look like you have no idea what you're doing, but sometimes you luck out into something that's actually pretty tasty. Yeah. I mean, I've made some weird um, concoctions just from like leftovers, not leftover food, but like leftover ingredients and stuff in my house. And, you know, in the process, you don't really know how it's going to turn out until you eat it. And you're like, man, this is actually pretty good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I guess like the big stinger for this episode is the fight that we talked about. I'm
0: excited for that. Yeah, me
2: too. This is like getting excited for a pay-per-view fight. Oh, no, exactly. And I, I, I'd I honestly rather pay to watch uh, them fight than boxers, just because yeah. uh, anything mm-hmm. goes. Um, I did see from the stinger, right before the stinger cuts out, Sammy looks like she gets um, Jenny in the face with a right cross really hard. Oh, yeah. That hit looks pretty rough. Like, she makes full contact, all of her uh, knuckles right on her jaw, and just crosses your face with it before the fight we will ask you like we'll let you see
0: the lead up to it but while we watch it we'll ask you who you think is going to which would you say is going to be the winner and then yeah, obviously, we'll put we'll discuss, too. obviously we'll discuss who the actual winner in yeah. your
2: opinion after is I don't, as well I, I mean just from what you've said i would lean towards sammy but at mm. the same time i feel like this is kind of a it's like a war of attrition where there really isn't mm-hmm. going to be a winner. Both of them are just going to fucking give it everything they got and they're both going to lose is what I'm guessing. Us, okay.
0: Don't don't take us mentioning Sammy also just going into it as her like winning per se. We're just saying like when you think of JWoww or our mindscape or like she's like a like a fighting machine. Yeah. I just want to say like Sammy does well.
2: I I don't think there's going to be a winner. I think that it's going to be a draw from what I've seen. Yeah. And what I've heard. We'll see. Um,
0: And that's pretty much it for the most part. Well, that pretty much concludes our episode about their episode of the Jersey Shore. Nice. Uh, episode five, The Letter.
3: Yeah. And if you are wanting to, you can follow us on Twitter at GJuiceCast. We have an Instagram at GorillaJuiceCast. And we have an email address which is GorillaJuiceCast at gmail.com. And if you are enjoying us uh, or you have like a a question, comment, or concern, feel free to shoot us an email <laughs> and give us your feedback.
2: Yeah, We'd appreciate we wanna, it. We want to interact with you.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't have to be just blind praise of us either. No. It can be like, it it can, it be mean. can yeah. if, if you find have a good meme or something about Jersey Shore that you want to share with us, or like, hey, I think you guys glossed over the fact that uh angelina did something or yeah whatever the case may be call us uh, out
2: on our bullshit
3: you correct us on social media or by email if you don't want to do it publicly we literally
2: won't care yeah, yeah. We, we just want to have a conversation with somebody yes we're lonely
0: i uh, might be uh a good if you don't want specifically if you don't want like us like answering the question back on the show or something if you send us an email on on something maybe put like hey uh not for a show or something yeah might might be a good like tag yeah Uh, that's totally fine like if you have like a good point but you don't want to like us to actively talk about it that's completely fine uh that might be helpful we'll see we're we're still figuring this out
2: yeah Yeah. so guys i think it's time that we finally narrow down which characters on the show are star wars characters like, which, which one, which finally. one? Which is, yeah, I think it's finally time. So we've already kind of decided that Jenny and uh, Snooky are C-3PO and R2-D2.
3: Which are, that's, I think, the, that's perfect casting, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: I think that I is excellent. Would like I, I, I like them because they're a
0: duo, and, like, the proportions also match those two yeah. characters. Yeah, but,
2: because C-3PO, giant jugs.
0: Yes. If I were to take, if I were to de- detach j Wow from Snooky. Uh, and just have her on an individual basis. I'd say
2: J Wow, is uh, Darth Maul. Okay. Uh, and Snooky is like Jar Jar Binks.
0: Uh
2: huh. <laughs> why would why would J Wow be Darth Maul? J Wow. I, I want to know the reasoning.
0: I, uh, her, her fighting ferocity, mm. uh, oh. matches the, uh, the two double sided lightsaber. Uh, style of Darth Maul mm-hmm. and i uh, i also always have uh the image of her as a sexy pinhead yep. like a sexy hellraiser cenobite in my yeah. mind uh and uh Darth Maul's
2: the closest to Man. that so that's Jackson's true to be googling sexy darth maul uh-huh. hey
3: i mean i used to send you guys all kinds of sexy Cenobites, so
2: yeah what do you mean you used to
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> leisure <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I've, got, okay. I've got a. I've got a folder on my phone just called "pleasure." <laughs> uh, um, pleasure. I don't look, wife.
3: Okay, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think Angelina is the hardest character from the Star Wars universe to like nail down. To be
2: honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, who's really naggy and annoying? I. Uh, I mean. I... Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> she's. She's. Is not, Yoda annoying? Uh, She's not wise I, enough to be Yoda, I don't think, yeah. or else she wouldn't be in these fucking situations.
3: Maybe she's kind of like a Qui-Gon Jinn or an Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they die and then come back later. Maybe. It's like a ghost.
2: Oh, I know. Uh, what's the name of that little critter that uh, lives on of uh, the Hutt? Oh,
3: oh, fucking... That little rat thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that thing's name? It's like s- Sinister something. I don't know. Savicious, I think? That th-
2: that thing's fucking annoying, so that could be Angelina.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on a sec. i I'm looking up Jabba Hut friend. She's the tentacle monster. In the oh, it's Salicious B. Crumb is his name. Salicious B. Crumb. Perfect. That's a great S- name. Yeah, that's Slicious. a good name for a Star Wars character, I guess.
2: Man, they really gave that character an excellent name for a name that has never been fucking uttered in a Star Wars thing. Yes. That sucks. They, sh- they should have called him by name.
3: I'm going to go ahead and come out and say I think Vinny is like Captain Phasma because they're not fucking in the movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Or uh, the gold helmeted person that's in the movie for like a second in the new oh, one. Oh, uh, Zori Bliss? Yeah. Like non characters? Yeah.
3: Like a Boba Fett of sorts.
2: Well, I don't want to give Vinny Boba Fett because at least Boba Fett is kind of cool, even though he doesn't do anything. Like, he just I mean, looks I think cool.
3: Captain Phasma's cool. Like, she's got cool armor.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not huge on Chrome.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's because she looks like a knight. That's what I think it's neat. And it's also. The, the person that plays her is Gwendolyn Christie, and she's a knight in the Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: she's one of the best parts of that show, in my opinion. I like uh, I like that character a lot.
3: Yeah. She does not interview well. Gwendo- Gwendolyn Christie does not. Oh, yeah? Yeah. did she? I've, I've watched her Star Wars interviews. They're pretty rough to get through.
2: Well, you. all right. So uh, your character is in this movie, right? Y- yeah. Tell us more about your character. Well, there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> Like like I feel like it'd be difficult to do an interview when your character is like non existent. Yeah. I was different toys. Yeah, yeah, so like like Snooky no, I think exactly is kind of happening. permanently
3: either the R2D two or BB eight sort of character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. It's like small and fun.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of Star Wars characters, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Mike is the Han Solo. Vinny could be the A-wing fighter that blows up immediately. Oh, uh Porkins? No, this the screaming guy.
3: Oh, got it. He kind of looks like Vinny, doesn't he? I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Wedge. Wedge kind of looks like Vinny. Wedge and Tilly's. Yeah. Or Biggs. Wedge yeah. does Biggs look dies, like Vinny. Biggs dies, though, Maine, right? And a new Hope. To think
2: of it.
0: Maybe. I get him and Wedge confused.
3: Biggs is the dude with the mustache, and Wedge is the no mustache guy.
2: Oh, Biggs Darklighter, the most fucking yeah. uh, uncreative name that they could have come up with.
3: Yeah. He's also
2: the, uh, w-
3: him and Wedge are the best Final Fantasy characters, I guess, in any iteration they show up in, which is
2: all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Wait, are they actually in Final Fantasy? Yeah, yeah. There's
3: there's like, in every Final Fantasy, like five or six onward, there's always a character named Biggs and Wedge.
0: It's kind of like they always have like a Sid in a lot of the yeah. also.
3: Yeah. Th- those are the three. And it, the guy who translated six was a big Star Wars nut.
2: Well, that's cool. I didn't know yeah. that.
3: And, but they, they're like, as they continue in each game, it's always a set of two people and they're always like, it's never just like an art, like a knight or something. Sometimes they're like, you know, yeah. maybe like they fly an airship or like they, but they're always together.
2: I always thought it was weird that, uh, Wedge was Ewan McGregor's uncle in real life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's wild.
2: Yeah. He got to, I think he got to go to the set as a kid once at least.
3: Oh, so it's like, it kind of worked out for him in that way. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. If Mike had a say in this, Angelina would be Jabba the Hut.
2: Uh,
0: uh. I Tried the treadmill, Jabba. <laughs> More like Jabba the Gut. Slither on that treadmill, Jabba. No, no,
2: use the elliptical. It's better for you. Jabba's like Imbo Dumbo Sebo. I don't I have a legs on. I would even use the elliptical.
1: Wasn't
3: wasn't uh the in Spaceballs it was like Pizza the Hut. Yeah, pizza yeah, yeah it's an, That's the Italian version. And fucking Darth dark helmet. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. WoW could be like slave Leia as well, just based on her clothing choices. I feel oh, like that—that'd yeah. be, that'd be something she would want to wear to the club. Her fucking metal bikini. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Vinny could be. Uh... Oh, I know who Vinny is. Vinny's the guy that is. Uh, Job of the Huts uh, advisor dude with the tentacle. Oh yeah head. yeah yeah. The, pointy, the red yeah, eyes, yeah, pointy yeah. teeth. He What's that really guy? Say. I don't know. He doesn't say or do much though, other than whisper in the job ear every once in a while.
0: I'd like to submit Vinny as one of the uh, the Roger Roger robots.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. the droids.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, that guy's name is Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Bib. I feel like I, I feel like I've heard that before. Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Star Wars is dumb. <laughs> We'll